Hey, welcome to this Sunday. So glad to be with you guys today. Hey, the title of this message is Hope 2020. Before we start, I've got some feedback from some of y'all and just really appreciate all the love and encouragement that you give. And I heard somebody say, uh, man, when you, when you explain the word, I, I get it. And here's why I want to be very clear to you. Um, before we start the message, and this is going to help a lot of you as you watch and as you listen to any message, I want to encourage you. There's some great communicators in this day. Uh, but if you pray and ask the Holy Spirit to talk to you and ask him to illuminate the scriptures, I believe that he will. And so uh, I can't take credit for how you're hearing and the encouragement that you're giving me. But I want to still invite you into this experience where God actually wants to talk with you. And some of you are going to begin to see that. Some of you are seeing that. But I want to make sure that we uh, shift our focus to understand what that really is and how you have access to this gift anytime through prayer. Hope 2020 is about to begin. But before it does, uh, would you ask the Lord to speak to you? Speak to you right where you are in the way that you need to be, to be spoken to. Uh, now, would you, would you join me in prayer right now? Father, would you speak to us? We desire to hear from you. Would you uh, show us from your word uh, what you want us to hear? Uh, Lord, we're available and listening. Lord, I pray that you would silence any other voice. And God, that you would be the voice that we hear. We thank you so much that you're available and listening. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hope 2020. Uh, you might be saying, Jay, what are you talking about? You watched the presidential debate, uh, Hope. Uh, you've watched the uh, Social Dilemma, uh, Hope. Uh, and if you haven't watched the documentary, uh, very interesting documentary out right now. But the premise of that documentary really grabbed my attention because uh, the Social Dilemma basically being what is truth and this call back to we better get to the basic of truth. And if we don't get to truth, then it's going to tear everything apart. But there is reason for hope in 2020 because I believe that truth was available to us at the beginning is available to us now. And so if you're joining in with us, uh, here's what I want you to know. If you know Jesus today, this is going to be a fresh reminder for you today. If you don't know Jesus today, it's going to be a fresh invitation for you today to know this person. And my prayer is that as we open up this word, it speaks to the church and it speaks to the world and it speaks to you and you receive uh, what God desires to speak to you. We've been going through this book of Acts and in the book of Acts in the Bible, it's really talking to the, to the earliest church. It's telling the story about what God is doing through these people. The book really means the Acts of the Holy Spirit, the very Spirit of God that's breathed out uh, by Jesus over his uh, followers to basically be possessed by his very person, the person of God being in the form of a spirit. And so we catch up in Acts chapter eight and we meet up with this guy named Philip. And this guy named Philip is traveling all over the place because of this persecution. There's a great persecution that arises to stamp out this mighty move, this misunderstood movement of people, this misunderstood message that terrified the world because it was destabilizing everything. Sound familiar? Everything feels destabilized. But in that day, governments were terrified that this message of Jesus would destabilize the world, so they decided to stamp it out. 
when they decided to stamp it out, they began to actually throw people in jail and actually put people to death. It in turn spread all of the followers all over the known world and the message began to spread. One of those guys being through a guy named Philip. The Bible says that this man was filled with the very presence of God. He was filled with wisdom and great knowledge. And he was filled and had a great, uh, uh, I get, uh, what's, the, what's the word? He had a great reputation. Uh, so this guy is filled with the very presence of God and has a great reputation among all the people. He's traveling the known world and sharing the gospel. He goes to a town of, uh, called Samaria, tells everyone about Jesus. The Holy Spirit falls upon them. Everyone receives. And then the Holy Spirit does something very different, very interesting. He sends him out into the desert. It doesn't say specifically how uh, he heard this, but it says basically an angel of the Lord tells him to go out in the desert. And as he's walking in the desert, he hears the Holy Spirit tell him, go over to that chariot, that man right there, go over there. It says right then he runs and immediately goes to this chariot and finds a man reading from the Bible. This man is reading out loud and Philip responds, do you know what you are reading? Here's the man's response in Acts chapter 8, 31. He says, and he said, how can I know this unless someone guides me? Do you wish you had a guide in 2020? I mean, to be honest with you, at times I'm like, I, I really wish somebody was just right here and I could see their face and be like, do this, 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 this. I, I wish I had a guide in 2020. But here's, here's the news that I'm coming to fresh revelation and I want to invite you to actually understand this as well. You can have a guide or you do have a guide. Jesus said in John 16, he said, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. How do I get this though? How do I get this spirit of truth? Ephesians 1.13 really helps us understand this, that when we uh, come to Jesus in belief and trust him for what he's done for our life and receive him as savior for our life, the Bible says that we're actually sealed with the Holy Spirit. That means we just have access to him. He's the proof of our belief. But Jesus also indicates in Luke eleven thirteen, 13, he says, if sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? So I believe the Holy Spirit is actually given to you or accessible to you through your belief in Jesus. But if you really want to connect with this guide, this person of God, which is this is who the Holy Spirit is, the Holy Spirit's actually a person. So how do you grow in relationship with a person? What kind of relationship would you have with your wife or your husband if you never talked to them? A pretty strange relationship. Turn, what would your relationship be if you didn't, if you talked to them but didn't do anything? It'd also be a strange relationship, right? This is what I believe we're actually invited into, the very personal relationship with the Holy Spirit. We were meant to have a conversation with God. And we were meant to actually respond to the conversation with God. When you do that at a consistent level, in a consistent space in your life, I promise you that relationship with God begins to grow more intimate. That's probably true of every relationship in your life. If your relationship grows in word and deed, I promise you intimacy will grow with that person. So are you struggling with your relationship at home? Talk, but then don't just talk. Put words to action.
and then watch how you begin to grow together. This is the same truth that I believe Jesus is talking and saying that the Holy Spirit, the person, is actually very available to you if you would just ask. God actually wants to give you His presence. He actually wants to give you His guidance. But the lie that we believe is that we, He's not that good and He doesn't really want to talk to us. The Bible would tell you differently. He wants to guide you. Would you allow Him to guide you? I bet the Ethiopian prayed for guidance that day. I guarantee you. And here's why this is so important for us to understand because the Ethiopian wouldn't have been allowed into the temple of the Jewish temple. He was reading the Bible, but he really wouldn't have been allowed uh, close to the holiest places because he was a foreigner and also because he's a eunuch. He would, he would have been uh, considered unclean. He would have had a deformity. And so he wouldn't have been allowed to the holiest place. So this is why it's so amazing that the very Spirit of God is looking for these people, the outcasts, the ones who wouldn't have been allowed in to the holiest places. You see, Jesus wants to make the most unholy person holy. He wants to bring uh, life and freedom to those who have not received life and freedom, who feel maybe in bondage and heavy by the life that they've lived. I believe that Jesus wants to set you free today. Maybe that's you. And I want to tell you, if that's you, you're not alone. I've been there myself. I, I was once upon a time in a place where I felt like the weight of the world set heavy on my shoulders, but the day I called out to Jesus, it all fall, fell off. Freedom entered in that moment, and He gave me His presence. Never been the same since, and I just believe I want to extend to you the very same message that transformed my life personally. But the story continues, and here's how Philip guided the Ethiopian. Philip told him the good news. That's verse 35. So when he shows up, he tells him, he reads the passage, and, this, and the Bible says that Philip takes that passage and then tells him the good news of Jesus. Introduces him to the person of Jesus that the Bible talks about all the way through. He sees water after he hears this message and he goes, I want this brand new life. And the Ethiopian says, stop this chariot. There's some water. Baptize me now. And so baptism is really just this outworking uh, step of obedience that um, begins, I guess, the, the spiritual renewal of your life, if that's, a, if that's a way to explain it to you. It's just the symbol or the act of obedience uh, that puts my faith into practice first. It's the first act uh, or act of response to the gospel. This is what the Ethiopian does. But here's what happens in the story, and this is crazy. When they come up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord snatched Philip away the Ethiopian eunuch never saw him again, but went on his way rejoicing. Meanwhile, Philip found himself farther north at the town of Zizotis. He preached the good news there and in every town along the way until he got to Caesarea. Man, this guy left rejoicing. Can you imagine that? Coming out of the water and then the guy that baptized you vanishes. He finds himself in another place. It's like out of a fictional movie. But the Ethiopian doesn't care because his trust wasn't in this man. It was in another man. It was in the message that Philip preached to him. It wasn't in the person of Philip. And so I, I believe in this day that that same person of Jesus wants to transform your life. Maybe somebody in your life told you about Jesus and let you down. And maybe that has hindered you once upon a time or maybe it hinders you today from stepping back into the good grace of God. And I wanna tell you, I wanna invite you that Jesus is the person that will never let you down. I'm gonna let you down. 
people in your life are going to let you down. But Jesus will never let you down. And this is the focus of that story. So why hope 2020? Because the same truth that was available 2,000 years ago is available today. I want you to leave with two things today. The truth is good news. The truth is good news. A lot of people are claiming truth in this season. And in that documentary of, of, uh, of, of, about, of the social dilemma, uh, the question was, we've got to get back to truth. Where does truth even begin? And who's able to define it? I want to tell you, uh, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He said, truth begins with me. What gives this guy the right to actually say something that crazy? Because this guy said he was the very person of God. And that very person of God says, I'm going to die and I'm going to raise to walk a brand new life. I'm going to raise to life. I don't know about you, never heard that taught from anybody, never seen anybody do that. But you need to research, is Jesus a real person? Is he a historical figure? Because this guy who made a claim so crazy transformed the entire known world. And he said, truth begins with me. And if he is the truth, then what he said really matters. If he did what he said, then it really matters. And it's cause for all of us to look at and go, is this guy, is it real? I've got to figure that out. And so in this day, truth is actually good news. And that good news is available to you. This is what Jesus said was good news. And he said it was in John 3, 16. He, says, he said, basically, I've come uh, not to condemn the world, but to save the world through me. I've loved the world so much that I've given my life uh, to see it saved. This is what Jesus talked. His whole message was about bringing salvation to the world, not condemnation to the world. He wanted to come and save us. What was he saving us from? Our imperfections. You see, you and I have missed the mark of perfection, and we have no access to God unless God make that right with us to have access to him. This is good news. You can have access to the King of Heaven. You can have access to the Spirit of Truth today, not because of what you've done, because of what Jesus has done for you. And if you call out to Jesus today, He wants to give you His Spirit of Truth today, and He wants to walk you and give you and be your guide in 2020. There's reason for hope in 2020, my friend. Second thing for us to understand and realize is that believing the truth produces joy and peace. And this is for everybody. Maybe you know the truth about Jesus, but your life isn't filled with joy and peace today. This should be a fresh reminder for you that it's still available. And God still wants to pour out hope and joy and peace on your life. The Ethiopian went away that day rejoicing. He was rejoicing because the good news was everything to him. It transformed everything about him because he thought he wasn't worthy to step into the holiest place of God but do you know what the good news said to him? You're absolutely worthy. But do you know why you're worthy? Not because of what you've done, because of what Jesus has done for you. If you receive this good news, you can step into the most holy place and have perfect access with God Almighty. That's available to you through the person of Jesus. Receive this good news that he actually died for you, loved you, and wants to declare you perfect. Call out to him that he might declare you perfect today. He will respond to you and meet you right where you are. That second, believing the truth produces joy and peace. 
A man named Paul wrote an entire book uh, to the Roman church, the earliest church. And he said this, Romans 15, 13. He prayed and he said, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. What he did was he said that your hope, your joy, and your peace is connected to your belief. And he invited the entire church to refine or to understand or to actually believe rightly. And so if your life is flooding with joy and peace in this season for 2020, I understand We're all in process of learning how to believe better, believe rightly. But the invitation is that you have a guide. And in a season where that sounds so crazy, I just need to know, I need to to put my hands on something. The Bible points us to this relationship with the very spirit of truth that's available to you. And as you believe rightly, as the scriptures say on the person of Jesus, the Bible says that from your life will flow rivers of living water, This is available to you through belief, through receiving. And as you believe on Jesus rightly, I promise you that love and joy will flood your life. And the outworking of that is great hope because you will experience the person of Jesus. We're meant to experience him every single day. And I want to tell you, you can. Call out to him in every single second of your life as you find yourself needing a guide, ask God and then watch with expectation what he does. Watch how he responds. Get into the word and know the king of the universe and he will lead you in 2020. There's reason for hope in 2020 because the same truth that was available to us 2,000 years ago is available to you today. Thanks for joining us today. And if you're interested, we're gonna be meeting at North Star every single week at 4 p.m. You're invited, invite the neighborhood, invite your friends, invite the family, and we'll get back together soon. See you soon. Love you guys. I pray that this was an encouragement as we walk through the word. Be blessed. See you soon.